0: flow with the show. Hello, it is flow with the show. It is episode number two. Just the two of us. (laughs) I am Toronto-based electronic music vocalist, Flo Anastasia, and I am so honoured to have a very special guest with me today. I've got London-based drum and bass DJ, music producer, content creator, Twitch streamer, the extraordinary, amazing human Becky, safe. Hello. Becky,
1: thank you so much for being here. Hi! <laughs> Isn't it weird when you get introduced? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's
0: me. <laughs> How do you define yourself in a string of words uh, and have that, like, represent you? I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just very busy.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you've been doing so many amazing things, and I just honestly, first off, wanted to thank you so much for all of the content that you share. Um, you're so open about sharing your story and all these kinds of different journeys that you've been on. And I relate to you so much in so many ways. I mean, like mental health related stuff, history with anxiety, depression, sobriety, the drum and bass community, so many different things. And I just, your content always really inspires me. It's Positively uplifting. It makes me think, um, <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to thank you so much for doing all of that and for also being here and sharing your energy with me and with with all of us. It's it's really really special. Yay! <laughs> You're welcome. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are so many things that I want to talk to you about. I will try to be cohesive. Um, I think. I mean, a lot of the things that I want to ask you about, I think, may, may tie back to certain other things. So I'd like to start off with a bit of the elephant, the unfortunate elephant in the room, which is the pandemic, of course. Um, now, you've gone through so much, and I, and I appreciate that you've shared so much of your journey with it. I mean, it's affected you in so many unbelievable ways from, you know, your living situation, your income related to DJing and your music studio, you actually getting COVID, which <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I'm so thankful that you made that video where w- during, during you having COVID, cause I hadn't watched anything like that before. And I felt like, I mean, even though you and I don't really know each other, I felt like I kind of knew you. So I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like I, it was just so surreal to watch and I'm so glad you're okay. Like, are you okay now? Yeah. Is everything? Yeah. Okay yeah.
1: yeah. No, it, it was uh, it was a long recovery though. Like you don't want to get it it's um yeah I would say I probably I feel like 98% recovered now but that was only like in the last two weeks and I got COVID four months ago so it's been a long recovery um but yeah you don't want it no what you the poor people that have that now it's it's not good not good Oh my goodness.
0: Um and you got and you got the vaccine, is that right? Yeah, I've had two doses now. Woohoo!
1: Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And you're you're feeling okay thankfully? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just typical that I get the vaccine like so short of a time after having COVID. <laughs> right. I got offered it 7 weeks after, which was, you know, great timing.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was curious about how how exactly that works. Cause, uh, here, here where I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, it's been interesting, um, that for the most part up until recently, we've been. Uh, like kind of following the same trend as the UK and as most parts in the US in that, um, you know, when whenever everyone's gone into lockdown, we typically have as well. And then when things opened up, we've kind of opened up. And then just this most recent period where uh, I I understand that the UK is kind of opening up, a lot of the US is opening up, and we've actually gone into more strict lockdown. (laughs) So this is especially nice that you're, you're willing to talk to me because I'm still very much homebound. Um, but uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the vaccine and I guess shortage of vaccine and and cases still going up and that sort of thing. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping that things are truly turning around for you guys over there. Like, are you, are you thinking, are you getting back to DJing
1: soon? Like what's the kind of, what's the vibe, Becky? (laughs) Well, uh, we've like, we've been in this pandemic situation for over a year now. So we're all pretty used to staying inside uh, i yeah. s- i still do my shopping online and i nice. s- still stay inside uh yeah, like okay. it it's um you know the the restrictions are being lifted gradually uh the gigs are supposed to be coming back in a month that feels that feels weird right <laughs> that, feel, <laughs> that feels really weird um it just you know when you because it took so long for everybody to adapt to staying staying inside and locked down. it's now almost like surreal that you have to reverse that mm-hmm. uh, so so in June we're supposed to be having gigs again um I have a booking yeah. in July awesome <laughs> yeah but like I remember that place being like really crowded and inside and to me, that just doesn't seem real at the moment, um, but hoping, <laughs> yes, yes, fingers ah. fingers
0: crossed. Mm. Um, I have seen some like flyers and things. I guess for shows happening now, I think is that more of the I guess like an earlier wave of restrictions opening with I guess like can you can sit outside or yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's
1: sitting outside with a table of six people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Rockin'! Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> Party! Yeah. <laughs> um, are you, or do you feel any, I guess, anxiety or excitement coming back to that, the, the whole scene? Like, are you thinking you're going to get back into DJing as much as you were before, or is your focus shifted a little bit?
1: Uh, I... M- my entire life has changed completely. So obviously moving house twice um, and, and now working from home and doing content online and building stuff online and streaming. My, my, kind of way that I survive is changing or has started to change and is changing quite rapidly now into other areas and I would say that I'm focusing more on the music production side and I enjoy that a lot uh, I'm, I am kind of, I can wait for the gigs really I feel mm. I, I don't feel like a rush to get out there to, to DJ again because I want to make stuff that has meaning and has parts of me in that and that would be the the content online and like you know the music that i am making lots on stream and i just need to finish it which is the hardest part of making music is finishing it so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
0: i i think that's it's so amazing that you're overcoming this unbelievable blow to so many parts of your life through (sighs) this pandemic and, and coming out on top, if I, if I might say, because your videos are amazing. Your streams are amazing. Um, it feels so like your thing, you know, it feels so natural to, to exactly what you should be doing. And again, although I don't know you personally, I just, I always feel so, so proud of you every time I see you doing things online and it's, I guess it's it's unfortunate and sad but almost I guess the silver lining in the way is that this has kind of forced you into doing more of that um away from away from the DJing and kind of getting more into the the digital world and and that kind of thing cuz yeah if it, if it wasn't the pandemic um you know I guess like DJing is is really awesome as well but you know there's obviously certain limitations there as well and um moving more into a digital world, it seems like, yeah, the the whole making content and <clears throat> sharing music tips with producers and, and streaming and that kind of thing, it feels like we're kind of heading in this direction and that COVID has just kind of like pushed us into this even more. Um, I'm also curious to ask you about, um, your sobriety, if, if you're comfortable sharing, sharing yeah, that yeah. At, at all. Yeah. Um, I really, um, I really appreciated your, you had made a video a while back around your, I think it was your one and a half year mark. Yeah, and yeah. I watched that when I was still in the throes of my uh, various, I guess, addictions. And I, there's a, there's a lot of things that I want to say here. But um, firstly, seeing seeing that video came at a really good time because I feel that, I feel that especially as young, young children growing up as well, we don't really see a lot of content or movies or people out there that are like partying, but sober and are showing that like it can be, you can live a fun and happy, successful life and, and be sober. Like, I feel like a lot of the, the music I listened to and the the shows I watched and all of that images growing up was like partying you got to be wasted yeah it's so fun like (laughs) and I just I really appreciate um seeing more and more uh, you know people that I admire talk about that they are living a sober or clean life and that they're, they're happy and that they're successful. And I kind of, I wish I saw more of that growing up. So I really, really thank you for doing that. And I'd love for you to share a little bit more of that story on this platform as well to just kind of, I I just want to share as much of that kind of like sober is cool vibe. (laughs) It is cool. (laughs) It,
1: It is cool. Um, it's, it's the unknown, I guess, that's the terrifying part It's the, the, how do you cope with life now if you're sober? And, uh, yeah, you're right. Like we, most of us or a large majority of us are not really given a blueprint of how to live life when we're younger. Um, and if we're not, we seek, uh, kind of some form of answers when we reach adulthood. And a lot of the time that comes through the party scene, um, because it, 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 is um, it's offering things that humans naturally want, which is love, unity, connection, togetherness, right. um, euphoria, serotonin, all of the things that yes. we that we <laughs> that we actually crave. And if if we don't get that as kids, we seek that more as adults. And it's it's nice at first, the party scene. It's really nice, and it feels you know it feels good if you're you know with your friends and you're you're in that kind of you know that happy zone that middle ground but then sometimes it can just go a bit too far and mm-hmm. then the stuff that comes in is you know the 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 bits where you make mistakes or you're, you're really hard on yourself and you find that you feel lonely and sad because a lot of a lot of the drugs in the scene are um either depressants or they give you a come down. So mm-hmm. at, at some point you're going to be feeling down. And if that is a repeated cycle over and over again, um, y- you will find yourself in in a place where y- you aren't really achieving what you want to achieve. You're not really being the person you want to be. And life feel can feel really crap. And it's, it's almost like, how do you pull yourself out of that? And... Yeah, um, And also l- know how to enjoy life and embrace life uh, with all of the things that you were seeking at first, like all of the things that you really originally wanted in the party scene, the connection to others, the the love, the the euphoria and all of the things that, that you wanted in the first place. Um, those things can be attained w- with a sober lifestyle. Y- you just need to try it. And a lot of people are too scared to to try it because in, at first it's easier. It's easier to, to handle life, having a drink or partying. Like it's, it's easier to, to live that life in the moment, you know, when you feel like it in the moment, it's a very, Mm -hmm. it's a very impulsive life. And I think you just have to, you have to have a serious conversation with yourself, if it's upsetting you, if it's making you feel down and you keep doing it, you really need to have a hard conversation with yourself to to decide whether it is the thing for you. But 100%, 100%, 100% you can... Enjoy music and enjoy the party as a sober person. Um, it made me it made me lonely and depressed those times um, before, and I didn't really know why. And there was nobody that could really show me uh, another way um, because I because I it, you know I was isolated and I isolated myself further. And it's coming up to. I mean, I tried I tried sobriety several times. Um, in like 2017, I did like a good like half a year, nine months. Okay. Um, and then I was like, ah, cool. Well, I've done half a year, nine months. Let me. All right. I'll, right. Just, <laughs> I'll just go back now. Um, and then I was just like, Do you know what? It's not for me because what I realised was when I had those periods of not drinking, um, good things came. Like I, I got good jobs and I got good friends and I felt happy and at peace with myself and good things came my way. A lot of good things. I made more content. I, I got my music studio. Things like good, really good things came my way because instead of taking um Instead of taking like two steps forward and one and a half steps back every time, I was taking two steps forward, two steps forward, two steps forward, right. and um, and so I just decided. When was it? First uh, of June, twenty nineteen. I was like, Do you know what? That's it. I'm done, and that, and and that was it. And I don't. I'm not going back there. No way. <laughs>
0: amazing
1: yeah Con-
0: congratulations that's
1: huge yeah yeah I wouldn't have got I wouldn't have got through the pandemic if um if I hadn't have made that choice I, w- I wouldn't right. have you know I, I feel sorry for all the people that you know are really having a hard time right now because a, a lot of a lot of uh, human behavior is if life gets hard just have a drink because you can calm, yes. ca- calm down um pandemic is hot
0: <laughs> yes so yeah yeah you know that's sort of where the kind of the the new rock bottom that I kind of found myself hitting was was definitely last year through that where after I guess like nine or ten months of the pandemic where kind of getting into old habits and you know it starts off with you know a, a drink here and there but then that becomes more frequent or earlier in the day. And I just saw myself kind of, uh, heading in the wrong direction, I guess. Mm. And it was starting to affect, you know, it wasn't so much the drinking, but the, the other things that, uh, that it was affecting. And I was, uh, you know, smoking a lot of weed, eating a lot of edibles, very daily basis type of thing. And I think after so long of that, and, and again, I've also, I've also tried, um, I guess, sobriety and like a clean life in the past on and off. And at this point it's like, you know, and and I'm 31. And so at at this point it was like, okay, I've, I've done this for nine months. Every day is, you know, it's not getting better. It's, it's getting worse. I'm not feeling any better. You know, at one point it was, you know, soothing coping mechanism, whatever, uh, wasn't feeling any better. And then, uh, I knew heading into 2021 that if I wanted to, reach my goals faster and make it through the pandemic longer that something would have to change. Um, And I really appreciate that you talk about, you know, that there is a way out of it and that you can have a good life without it. Because I remember many years ago, speaking to, you know, people close to me that were, you know, truly alcoholics and that sort of thing. I remember saying like, well, why can't you just not drink? And I remember the response was like, well, what do you mean? Am I just going to live my life sitting around drinking tea? That's ridiculous. Like that, that whole kind of vibe of like, you're not living if you're not, you know, partaking in certain things. And so all the more importance of kind of sharing that you can have success and happiness, even more so if you're, you know, really trying to, I guess, clean your life up in Mm. in that way. Um, I want to ask you too, in relation to that, uh, you know, and of course the scene and, and especially as a DJ, but being, you know, in, in the music community, um, I know that for me with some of my, the other things I partake, Partook, partaked in the past. Partaked. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, a lot of that was, uh, you know, entrenched in in a certain you know a group of friends or or people like in that mm. sort of community. Where I remember at that time, years ago, I had a hard time. Um, I guess severing friendships or yeah. saying goodbye to uh, people that weren't a great influence on me, and I I noticed I I learned about myself within the last year that I have like people pleasing tendencies, and so a lot of that was like I just want to do this in a nice way and be a nice person, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. But after a certain time, like certain friendships were really stopping me from you know achieving the things I wanted to do and spending the time doing the things I wanted to do, and so I'm curious, kind of how how did you have those kinds of experiences and how to, how did you go about um, I guess you know get, get surrounding yourself with more of a positive people kind of thing I, I,
1: so I couldn't wait to get away from those people <laughs> like I yeah I couldn't I couldn't wait to be honest like I I t- no, I don't. Like oh, it's, it's weird because, like, the f- my first reaction was I couldn't wait to get away from those people. But at the same time, they they were very lost people, and yes. um, and that's where the the empathy comes yes. comes in. Is that um, it? It came about very naturally that those people f- kind of filtered out of my life because we weren't doing the same things anymore. Uh we were I was I wake up at 6 a.m. now like, nice. oh, <laughs> like, wow. like awesome. that's they would they would have still been awake. <laughs> like yeah. um and once you start to change your behavior and your environment and all the things that don't align with the people that maybe once surround you surrounded yourself with, they they don't find interest. You don't find common ground with those people anymore, um, and uh, and yeah. So they just they just disappeared. It was and right. then I got I I got new, more healthier, more ambitious, m- harder working people, more caring people in my life. Um, so yeah, awesome, awesome. But there was okay. <laughs> there was no real. I, I'm I'm not a people pleaser. Um, Nice. Like <laughs> but 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 I do I do allow certain things that I probably should put my foot down a little bit more. So okay. I I don't I don't do things yeah, I don't do things to please people, but I I need to stand my ground more. That's definitely yes. and I think that sense of awareness is really good. If knowing that about yourself means that you, you give yourself an opportunity to grow you know, um, so, so yeah. So it's not a bad thing. It's a human thing. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's what
0: humans do. That that's exactly it. And, Mm. and yeah, I just, I found that I I spent so much of my own energy trying not to hurt someone's feelings that I ended up just, it just prolonged the period of like me hurting myself. And Mm. it came a point where I kind of, yeah, I had to put myself first. And that was also a very, I guess, foreign experience cuz you're also taught like well you shouldn't be selfish and you should you know all all of that so yeah anyway lo- lots to learn um i really <laughs> appreciate that you've got a lot of um focus on you know making content that is around self improvement and that sort of thing cuz i definitely i think about those kinds of things all the time mm-hmm. um i i wanted to ask you um this, uh, this question around openness. So, um, I'm trying to be more vulnerable, be more, uh, honest, um, both in, in real life and especially online where I want to share more of my story. Um, you know, as an example, like even talking about like the, the whole addiction thing, I think a lot of what makes me nervous about that is that a lot of those stories are things that I haven't even really talked to my family about and that sort of thing. And and yet I do really want to share my stories online because I've seen how much hearing other people's stories have, have helped me. Yeah. And so I'm curious, you know, I, I really appreciate that you're so open about so many things and you know, your, your medical traumas, relationship abuse, like, <laughs> all these kinds of things.
1: Why? I do what though. Like whenever I'm going through something, I'm like, "This is really, really bad." For, like, why? Why? But actually, I know it's preparing me for something bigger. So, I just have, right. I just have to get through it. Like, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a good perspective to have. Oh yeah, I, like, like, like anything. I the way that I look at it is that whatever is presented to you and you find challenging, it is presented to you to give you an opportunity to grow into the person that you know that is gonna take you to the next level of your life. And without those painful experiences, like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here in this room talking to you, or I'd be somewhere else if the pandemic and all my homelessness and you know whatever right. had hap- hadn't happened i wouldn't be doing the content that i do online um so even though it felt really really crap uh, at the time and really bad and it was hard it was so hard so many breakdowns and you know when you're in it you don't think it's gonna get better you really don't um right. but i'm i'm great i'm grateful i'm even grateful for covid because at least i'm still here like yes. know, now i'm now i'm here and covid really woke me up like it made me realize that uh, instead of trying to make instead of trying to be a dj instead of trying to make it in the scene i should just have fun at doing me I should just have mm. I should just have fun at creating content and building a community because ultimately that is the thing that I love the most is creating stuff and inspiring other people and creating more stuff and making it grow and inspiring more people and just continually doing that I love that so I didn't need to because there was one thing I was doing before COVID, which was uh, sitting with my emails and downloading all the music that all the labels sent to me, right. which is which is brilliant. But it was taking up so much of my time, and I had no gigs, so I was like, right, oh, oh, I, geez. where do I play this music? Like, so so that when I had COVID, I was like, you know, I, I wanna, yeah, I wanted to. Do things that I love, and with just create stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you were going to ask me. I just went off on a tangent. But no, s- I
0: love that. That tangent <laughs> answers so many of my other <laughs> questions very neatly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: No, I just uh, I, I was just
0: curious, like if if you know um, if it comes natural to you to be. I guess, open and sharing your stories? Or is it something that you that you had to work at? Oh, no,
1: yeah, I had to work at it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was a very, very shy child. I was bullied a lot and I was an introvert. And I, I always thought I was really ugly and I always thought that I was um, a horrible person and that nobody liked me. And because of that, I was very... Uh, I kept my feelings to myself, and it consumed me. And um, and that's that's what um, originally the first thing I guess that I did as an adult was I ran away to Ibiza because um, dec- I wanted to start again. I wanted to f- like find myself and start again. And um, even even in those years, I still felt very insecure felt very um unconfident and didn't really if I if I was upset I would scream and cry but I would be by myself I would isolate myself right um and after I don't know what it was. I think I just, I think I just, in like 2016, 2017, I just started to get fed up with myself because I was doing lots of great things, but I was sabotaging them in the process. Mm. And I was sabotaging myself and hurting myself and taking things out on myself. And, you know, I, I think you become so self-consumed that actually um, being open and honest makes you realise that everybody else is just like you. Right? You, We're all exactly the same. We all have those days where we don't wanna show our face. We all have those days where we just cry into a pillow or we think we're not good enough. Or we have the days where we're like, yes, I could do this right now. I'm mm. about to take on life and the world or nobody likes me or did i say the wrong thing that person's not very nice like yeah. we <laughs> we all have we all have that and we all go through the same painful experiences of heartbreak and loss of family and friends and and moving or the pandemic we all go through the same things it is it was it was that realization that made me kind of start to practice and it had, it was practice for sure. Um, okay. I had to practice being more vulnerable because, yes. yeah. um, because I couldn't take the, I couldn't take the suffocation anymore inside it. The conversation that you have with yourself is the, the most detailed, longest conversation that you'll ever have of your entire life. Um, and sometimes it's, it's uh, it's not good. <laughs> like, it's not good to talk to yourself so much in uh, constantly right. um, obsessively. Um, but we all do it, and if you're feeling really low, um, you, like if you you know, if, the times when I feel really low now, I will vocalize it and I'll say it, okay? Because, because uh, it's being a human being. Like nothing bad is gonna happen to me if I say I'm sad. In any, if anything, it's going to make people want to connect to me more because they right. can they can relate to it. it. it's a safe place. If somebody is open and honest about feeling crap or feeling feeling down, I keep using the word crap. Don't know why. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I think I think it's like the cross-Atlantic. I'm like, which um which, yeah. <laughs> which which words do you understand? I like it. Oh, I relate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So, and the same when on the days when when I'm feeling good, I'll vocalise it. I'll vocalise it okay. on all of the days. Um, I'm I'm feeling like like today. I'm I'm feeling. 70 percent of my best and that's probably because my period's due (laughs) and that's that's me vocalizing how I feel or I keep it to myself and it piles on top of all the other stuff that I worry and and care about and obsess about and then once that gets too much your limits as to how far how how much it's going to take to push you over the edge right uh, you know they're they're reduced here's' not much you're building yourself up with all these things that you hold inside, and here's the ceiling, and you're already here, yes, S- some, <laughs> somebody upsets you, boom <laughs> it's so so yeah, so yes. yeah, I just I mean, I don't i don't I'm not like going around with a megaphone broadcasting how I feel Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um it's it's. I, I didn't realize um, because it was something that I pract- I had to practice, and it was really uncomfortable at first. It was so uncomfortable, okay. um, but I did it anyway because I knew I needed to do something different. Right. And, and that's when my followers grew online. That's when right. the the people that became my tribe or my community came in. The same types of people that. Uh, that I wanted in my life, people that followed me or people that resonated with what I did, they came into my life, and I didn't feel alone anymore. So it worked. Like being open, authentic, or as authentic as you think you could be. Because yes. what what is that? But yeah. <laughs> like open and honest, and and uh, yeah, and yeah, and transparent is. Um, it's gonna help it's really gonna help um it thank you yeah
0: <laughs> oh man i've got a uh, I've got a lot of things to think about, okay
1: yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I do have one more question for you. Are you okay for time there I know you've got yeah yeah oh, it it's time. on um it's on thirty four it's not doing anything at the moment, so it's all right <laughs> okay nice yeah. nice um I wanted to uh, kind of
0: related to that and just the the thoughts and the self-talk. Um, one of the things that's that's really helped me that I've been trying to be more consistent with is meditation and I love that. You've talked a lot about that um, for for a while now. I remember even on your your Instagram, I guess a couple of years ago. I remember when you 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 had your like meditation pillow, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to see more of this online, like <laughs> yeah. in similar with the sobriety. Like I feel I feel the same way with meditation. Of this is something that's really helped me, but it's been I guess a challenge to convey the benefits to people in my family or people close to me who I think it could help. I don't want to be like preachy. Um, but I do I do want to encourage people and I love that you have a lot of content around it. I love that you did the uh, your your experiment on your channel
1: with the one hour <laughs> a
0: day for seven days. Amazing. I have never done anything like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that was weird. That was crazy. I was like, oh, this seems like it's going to be hard. Okay, that's why I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: amazing, Yay. amazing. Have you? Um. So I, I'm in a similar similar boat to what you were saying. Your practice was before, where uh, I'm more in the kind of the 10 to 15 minute mark. Mm. Um, I'm still not doing it every single day, but that's where I'm, I'm sort of every other day or so. Like I'm trying to be more consistent with it for, for on a daily basis. But I've never done anything as long as as an hour. That's for sure. And I'm curious having having done that experiment. Have you integrated that at all into your your current practice? Like, how 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 has that changed your practice at all? Having gone through that Um,
1: one week long journey, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's the reason why I did it for a week because originally in my head I was like, I'll do it for a month, and then you know. Oh my goodness. (laughs) um, Yeah, it's uh, if you. I don't know if you've seen the procrastination video, but yeah, yeah, it's um in in that video I highlighted that if. We give ourselves tasks or challenges that seem like they're too far out of our reach. Our brain just wants to go, no, nah, I'm not doing that. It's too yes. much. Um, so I gave myself a realistic goal, which was an hour a day for, for a week because uh, I, I felt like I could do that. Um, and... I'm not doing, I'm not doing an hour a day now, but I am doing 10 minutes per day every day. Um, awesome. but I didn't start off there. I started off doing meditation here and there once every now and again. Right. Um, and yeah, it's uh you know it, it kind of it went out of the window at the time when it probably should have just stayed with me at the start of the pandemic. But it, right. there was just there was too much going on in terms of survival mode that I needed to do. Right, um, but yeah, I don't. I doing an hour like it. It's worth doing. Every, I think every now and then um, okay. because there are a lot of benefits that come from an hour uh, because you are we're so distracted by so many things in the world. And it seems like a huge, huge feat to do an hour of meditation. Yes. <laughs> um, but to just sit there with yourself for an hour is actually, it, it really grounds you and it really opens your eyes as to how you're operating and how you're functioning. Um, so yeah, I, I might do it like now and then but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into an hour every day I I think um not right now anyway it's it's that seems like too too far of a of a mountain to climb at the moment (laughs) for sure I mean Mm -hmm. even even
0: 10 minutes even doing something as consistently as doing it every single day I think is already a huge huge accomplishment yeah um I, I totally hear you on the uh the manageable manageable goals and i can i can attest to um that's i think one of the the biggest things that helped me uh get sober um i was i had stumbled upon this random app not a sponsor not a sponsor (laughs) um this app called fabulous or you fabulous or something like that and the whole idea was that It helps you, I guess, create healthier habits Um, because, you know, I've done all this reading where you have bad habits and you can't just get rid of them. You have to replace them with good habits. I'm like, okay, well, how do I get good habits? And the whole point of the app is that it helps you kind of gradually add more and more to your day. Um, And what it starts you off doing is every single day for the first two weeks, all you have to do is drink a glass of water as soon as you get out of bed, which Mm -hmm. is, which sounds so simple. And in it, I mean, it kind of is like, I was already drinking water, but it wasn't really necessarily like the first thing or whatever it was. And just that, that like, yeah, adding small, manageable, tiny little steps uh, over time seemed to do that thing where, yeah, it does kind of trick your brain into, I guess, then taking on more and not being too intimidated. And then over time, that leads to long lasting change. And um, it was, it was super helpful. I don't, I don't use it anymore. I've kind of, it was getting to be a little bit too much where I'm now checking off, like, okay, I've gone for a walk, I've done this, like, but I still kind of want to have that ingrained in my life where I'm yeah, like try, setting myself manageable goals so that I'm not getting intimidated by everything, and uh, trying when I'm trying to make change, making sure that um, you know I'm doing it little bits at a time, and mm. that that sort of thing. But with the with the meditation, um, is there any advice you have for how we can, without like preaching, <laughs> like encourage encourage more people to to do it and to try it? Oh. Uh... How do you encourage people? Um, it's like the million-dollar question. Like, really how do we is. change the world for the better?
1: <laughs> it really is. Um, it. it uh, it's almost like a case of, like, what have you got to lose, I guess. Like, if you don't, like, it's... It's... Like, even sometimes in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to do that. I just sit by myself. Like, I've got other stuff to do. (laughs) Um, But the benefits that come from it are are so much self-awareness that we spend our time with our eyes looking out at everything else except for ourselves but we think about right. ourselves the most whilst looking at everything else right. you know? I'm looking at what he's doing and what she's doing and what they're doing and what but, but I'm thinking about myself at the same time but are you really <laughs> are you really looking at yourself at the same time because you're not like yeah. the way that the way that like when you sit when you sit and you meditate you really truly look at yourself and how you operate and uh there's times um there's times in the last month where I'm like I'm obsessing over the over that thing too much it's affecting me uh so now I need to change it and um this is just like passing thoughts that come in, which thoughts are okay in meditation, they're fine, because that means that you're alive and that you're conscious and you're a human being. Right. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you weren't thinking, there's an issue. Um, But like certain thoughts were coming in and coming in and coming in. And it wasn't about me. It was about other things that were not beneficial to my life, to my journey, to my destination. It was just obsessively worrying and being Mm -hmm. concerned concerned over something that I can't change um and I only got that sense of awareness from meditation because like like I said before there's not many times and it's not very often that you just sit and be consciously aware of yourself without anything else going on um and It gives you a lot of strength. Well, for me, it does. It gives gives me a lot of strength. When I finish meditation, I'm like, okay, cool. All right. (laughs) I'm I'm grounded now. I'm ready to go. But it's just the same as like going to the gym. The hardest part about doing it is making the decision to do it. That's the right. hardest part. Once you're at the gym, you're working out. Once you're doing meditation, cool. But the hardest part about doing these things is making the decision to do them. So right. once you once you get over the making the decision part, you get into the rhythm. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for
0: sharing that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that just even us talking about it and I guess having more uh, conversations around it um, I guess it helps as well. Similar to with the, the sobriety of like the more, I guess you see people talking about it, the more it can be like normalized. And yeah, I I definitely, I relate a hundred percent to the the physical fitness side of it of like, I know, I know this is good for me, but it's just the, the doing it that is (laughs) the challenge. So, um, Thank you so much for that. I honestly thank you so so much for being with me today. This is such an honor. It's very surreal for me to speak to you because I've seen so much of your content that yeah. you you speaking to me is now it's kind of like a very surreal dream dream world of mine right now. So thank you. Yeah, but it's
1: <laughs> but it's cool. It's, it's it like, is really cool. Yeah, this is this is like this is the stuff that comes out of like pandemic really it's like we all end up going online and connecting with each other on a global level and we're able to do stuff like this and this is cool like it's it's surreal for me talking about me to to somebody that's that's (laughs) seen a lot of me it's it's really it's really strange because sometimes like that barrier um like the barrier between you posting content, you don't you don't see, how, like, I get messages, but you don't s- see the other side of it. So yeah. it's really nice to, like, to to speak to you and know that you've actually seen my content and that uh, it's helped you. It's like, whoa, my mind blown, like, a little oh. bit there. It's like, because <laughs> I'm just here in my room doing my stuff and, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> doing my little morning routine, creating content, saying hello to people, and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I and I wish you luck with making more content. I definitely will yeah. will stay tuned. And you're doing such an amazing job and you're helping so many people. And I really, truly wish you the best. I know it's been a, a crazy couple of years. I know it's been a crazy life. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I really believe in what you're doing and and you have so much passion around it, too. And I think a lot of people can can feel that. So thank you for everything you do. I wish you the best with everything. Um, you're amazing. I love you. All those things. So keep keep at it. <laughs> you're awesome. And thank
1: you. Thank you again for being here. Oh, thank you.